Welcome to Both Sides of the Broadcast. I'm your host, Walker Brown. Within this 12-episode podcast, you'll hear from students who have been a part of athletics from Division I schools down to club athletics, hearing their experiences at the level of play they've had and much more about their time at the university. Follow along this series to get behind the scenes look at what it's like to be a student athlete. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Beyond the Broadcast podcast. I'm your host again, Walker Brown. This is installment three. Joining with me today is not only former Division One football player, but hometown, very good friend of mine from Texas as well, Logan Smith. How are you doing today, Logan? I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you? I'm not doing too bad myself. Kind of give me a rundown of how the recruiting process went for you in high school. We all at least I know you were a dual sport athlete in high school playing football and lacrosse with me as well in high school. So kind of give us a rundown on your decisions and kind of how you went through the the process. Yeah, so um, I originally didn't really have intentions of necessarily pursuing either sport um, in college. Um, I guess towards the end of football season of senior year, um, so that'd be the fall of senior year, I was starting to get um, some D3s and then some D2s, um, you know, starting to reach out. Um, I had an in-home visit from Midwestern State, which they're in uh, Wichita Falls um, in North Texas. Um, and then I would get, you know, just like the occasional emails from like smaller, uh, like D2 JUCOs for lacrosse. Um, and I kind of knew pretty quick that I wasn't going to pursue lacrosse just because everything was East coast. Um, and I did prefer to stay in Texas if possible, at least closer than the East coast. Um, so lacrosse was never too much in the photo. Um, but for football, ultimately, um, all of my offers had revolved around me staying on the O-line in which I played left tackle in high school. Um, and so it was kind of always my dream to play tight end. And um, Abilene Christian University reached out super late. It was already January. And they reached out super late and said, um, hey, like, can you move, can you run? And they had me after school and they literally went down to the field and uh, ran some routes. And then just shot that video over the coach. And then within two weeks, they're like, yeah, come up on a visit. Um, and so on that visit, I went up, got offered a uh, preferred walk-on. And then um, I ended up deciding right then that I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this. Um, so weirdly enough, the team that kind of reached out to me last was the one I gave the most attention to um, for the fact that it was for tight end. And so it was always in my sights to play tight end, so. Yeah, I think that's cool that they kind of moved you to tight end. But something I always remember about in high school, and I can still remember it like it was just a few days ago, is the day you committed and the day I committed, we were both hanging out in your truck before one of our lacrosse games, and it was just itching at me because I didn't know if I wanted to commit or what I was really doing. I remember I told you, and you were like, congratulations. And you're like, well, also, well, we're on the topic here. I think I've made my final decision here and I'm going to go to Abilene Christian University and go play football the next level. And that was, it's really awesome to go back and think about us being in high school, our senior year, trying to figure out where we're going to go in the next part of our life, but kind of go uh, back to football at Abilene Christian University. How would you kind of describe your freshman year and transitioning from high school football to, to college football and, no longer playing lacrosse and really just kind of focusing in on the whole football aspect and kind of going off to college. Um, yeah. So 
it was a bit of a culture shock going there just because Abilene is, I mean, it's considered a college town because it has three different colleges there, but all the colleges are like 4,000 students and below. Um, and so coming from our high school where we had, you know, 26, 2700 people at the time, probably it kind of still felt like I was in high school. Um, and so I didn't really get that big college feeling, I guess, from it. Um, football just right away kind of consumed my life. Um, I started struggling pretty early on with it. And then I went up summer of 2019. So right after senior year ended and went up right away to get started and was living up there over summer. And then season started um and you know coaches had kind of laid out things for me to do you know do x y and z and this is what will happen um and so i ended up getting the chance to make uh the travel team so i was able to travel all the games uh which was really really fun um and definitely definitely very glad i got that opportunity to do so um but towards the end of the season i just kind of kind of realized i was already very burnt out and I had already started struggling with my mental health, um, in which I know from talking to other athletes, and I mean talking to you about it, that's a very, very big thing that is not talked on that much within the scene of college sports. Um, and so at that time, I kind of picked up on that, you know, realized that I necessarily wasn't the happiest I've ever been. Um, and so going into the spring of 20, so second semester of freshman year, I started struggling with it a lot more. I, I noticed that I wasn't really as bought into it. Um, mental health just still slowly declining. Um, thoughts, not good thoughts in my head. Uh, not things that I'm proud to say that I was thinking at that time. Um, and so eventually it, uh, it kind of came down to uh, having to re- remove myself from the sport due to kind of broken promises from the coaches. Um, I felt like they were stringing me along all the things that they had told me to do that previous season. I did all of them and more, and there still wasn't a discussion for money to be put on the line. Um, and so for me, I kind of, that kind of broke my trust with them. And so that coupled with my mental health and realizing what playing was doing to me, uh, just, yeah, led, led to me pulling away from the sport. And I ended up, uh, stopped playing right before COVID hit actually in 20. So basically right at March, um, and so from there, I, uh, I transferred out to, um, Texas A&M where I am now, and I'm finishing my last semester now, I'll graduate in December and definitely a lot better doing with my mental health. I have been the past two and a half years now since I've been here. Uh, but at the same time, it was a lot of stuff, all that stuff that happened in Abilene. I am thankful that I went through it just because it, ha- it did help me grow as a person um, it helped me figure some things out about myself. You know, I mean, as, as corny as that may sound, you know, college really is the time that you're figuring out yourself, figuring out what you want to do, um, and just kind of finding out who you are. So, yeah, most definitely. Give, uh, being a college athlete, uh, myself, I just ended my four year career here, but really going in on that mental health there, it's not really talked about, or being a guy, it's not, it's kind of frowned upon to, show your feelings and kind of something you're not proud about or what you're doing. If you don't enjoy it anymore, it's kind of something that not many people take the time to kind of make sure everyone's all right and kind of talk to your guys. But that's something you and I have been pretty good about. And I, uh, I've heard some of your experiences. You've heard some of mine, but it's a, it's a great thing now to kind of be able to let it, let it be known kind of how you're feeling and 
it's given you the opportunity to overcome a lot of different things in life. Being young as we are right now in our early 20s, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's sports has done that as well, really just giving you the ability to overcome anything that kind of comes your way, any kind of mm-hmm. adversity. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100% there. <clears throat> but, I mean, as you have been an athlete your entire life, played many different sports, how would you kind of really describe that first full year in college as being an athlete? Just the sports aspect, if you could take away all the, the mental stuff that was kind of bringing you down a little bit, how did you kind of like being an athlete, having the opportunity to travel and really make some of those friendships that you've still had today while you are at Texas A&M now? Yeah, there's um, there's definitely a select few guys that I still talk to from the team. Um, I mean, now at this point, everyone's gone, you know. Uh, some of the guys are – I know one of my close buddies, he was one of our fullbacks. He's uh, he's actually a coach at Sioux Falls now. Um, there's a few other guys. I mean, shoot, one of them's gone on to the NFL. I mean, um, definitely a lot of relationships that I'm thankful to have experienced and to um, I get to keep I get to keep them as well. Um, and, you know, I mean, at a small school like ACU, is kind of – you know, all the athletes knew each other, and so it was nice because you kind of had that that built-in kind of friendships. You know, um, so you had those those pathways that were provided for you to where you could meet people really quickly, and you know, become close with people really quick uh, quickly as well. Um, and so that was nice. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, the sports aspect itself um, practices were brutal. Um, it's hot, you know. It's Texas. It's hot. You know, practices are at. I think they're at like two thirty or three until about five thirty six. Um, so it's pretty much the hottest part of the day, you know. Um, but the experiences of you know suiting out for every game, knowing there's that chance I'm gonna get some play time, which I did a few games. Um, but then the biggest thing was our end of the game or end of the season. It was our final game in 2019, and we actually played away at Mississippi State, and so we got to fly out to Starkville. And, uh, you know, I guess they had a hotel out there and everything. And just being out on the field, you know, doing your warm-ups before you're fully suited out and everything, just looking at the environment and then running onto the field and you're hearing all those cowbells going crazy and everything. That's definitely an experience that I would not give up for anything else. Um, And it's definitely one of the reasons that I am so thankful that I did go through that process, even though at the time I may not have enjoyed it that much. So that was definitely one of the highlights. Yeah, I can't imagine going, being in a smaller school and stepping into Starksville and playing Mississippi State. That's a, that that's a definitely a memory that I would always hold if I was in your shoes. That's a that's a big stadium. That's a huge fan base that is really, really sits behind Mississippi State and all that they they kind of are trying to do. But uh, if you could go back in time, before you went to ACU, and you had the ability to choose going back to ACU for that first year or maybe going to a different school for the offers that you got, or if you had the ability to take a chance and play lacrosse in college, what would you do? Would you go on the same path, same router? Would you give it a new, new shot? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that kind of as soon as I had transferred over to Texas A&M um, and I hadn't pursued uh, sports here any further. I'm just a normal student here. But uh, as soon as I transferred in 2021, definitely that kind of, that what if, you know, was in my head a lot. Um, 
uh, ultimately now, you know, two and a half years later, looking back at it, it definitely was the right decision. Um, but yeah, in that initial time, it was definitely like, you know, what if I went and played lacrosse? Like, would I have had more fun? Like, I missed high school lacrosse, you know, like, what would college lacrosse have been like? Um, uh, not too many thoughts, actually, on the, if I had pursued a different school. Um, that's actually, that's funny you bring that up, because I, I, I've never really given that too much thought. Um, but I think, ultimately, I would still go back and do it, yeah. Um, just because of the relationships, like I said, those, those select few people that I still talk there, I'm still really, really close with them. I was actually best man in uh, one of my friend's weddings from ACU. He was on the team as well. I was best man in his wedding back in June. Um, and then I'm going to get to see a good amount of them as well are coming down for the game because A&M actually plays ACU for the final game of the season this year at College Station. And so I got a bunch of friends that are coming down for that. Um, and so for those relationships and that personal growth that I experienced during that time there, um, I, w- I would say I'd go back and do it again. So, Yeah, that's something that I've kind of thought about. You know, as being an athlete in college, you really go have these ups and downs, and you really think, is this something that I want to keep continuing on? Do I really love this sport? Or say I get hurt, would I would I stay here for the mm-hmm. rest of my time? That's something my dad always asked me and really kind of preached to me when I was going through the process. But, I mean, it's gone gone through my head a whole lot. If, if I really wanted to step away and hang the cleats up earlier on in the career and transfer out and try and join y'all boys, my some of my best buddies back home at A and M. It's something that's kind of run through my head the last few years. But I don't know if I could trade the relationships and the time that I've had here at a small school playing sports for for anything. It's it's something that's been unbelievable and very very different from most of y'all's college experiences. Yeah, but it's something yeah. that I absolutely I absolutely love being able to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And good, I mean, yeah. me and you, or yourself now, you're, you're getting the opportunity to go to a big university now and still have those relationships you've made with guys at ACU and now the new ones you've made in the men's organization you're a part of and mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. Our, our high school teammates that we have as well that have joined y'all yeah. up there at AC, or excuse me, Texas A&M. That's something that, again, I've always thought about that you're getting to share that college experience with at a bigger university with a bunch of guys that not only you played with in high school, but you've known for most of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I would say most of us all have known each other since we were like six or seven. So from playing Pee Wee football to playing high school lacrosse, going and giving it a shot at the division one level. I want to say thanks for, for coming on today, Logan, and, and give me some time here and sharing some of your stories and what you've, you've liked and not really dis or disliked as well and now where you are at now at texas a&m finishing up your degree i just want to say thanks for coming on man yeah thanks for having me man it's definitely it's something I, I like to get to talk about so anytime ladies and gentlemen if you love podcast every friday at 4 p.m i release episodes this is episode number three of the 12 episode podcast called beyond the broadcast and this was not only former Division One football tight end, but this is hometown friend of mine, Logan Smith. Again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in this week. We will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to both sides of the broadcast, the 12-episode podcast on what it's really like being an athlete in college at different levels, going from Division One to club athletics. New episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m.